there, healthy-ish listeners. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast from Body and Soul with me, your host, Felicity Harley. And today, as usual on a Friday, Ali Izzo, our digital director, joins me. And before we get to the topics of the week, I just want to say a big thank you to all our listeners for tuning in in 2022. This is our last recording for the year. And look, we would not have this podcast if it wasn't for you. So I personally really appreciate you listening and tuning in and all your feedback and the DMs that I get. Thank you. And I really look forward to an exciting and inspiring 2023. We have a lot of really cool things planned. But let's talk about today. We are chatting about Rebel Wilson's new athleisure brand. Oh, it's causing a stir. Next, romanticising Christmas. What does it really do for our mental health? And lastly, we chat about men's and women's differing sex fantasies. Last healthiest no. chat of the year. How? End of year. Like it's the end of the year. How I know. Year? Can you believe that? I I'm feel like be- this year has gone fast, but it's also seemed like an eon. Yes. Also. Yes. It's one of those things where when you think back to January, that seems like 10 years ago. I know. But also. Christmas. And I think too, because we've been out and about, like we've had COVID for so many years. <laughs> and only this time last year, we were in a pandemic, although we're in the third wave or fourth wave. Oh, of it was lost 10th track. wave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it's a lot. A lot. It's a lot. But we got here. We are. We're and thank you for steady. tuning in, healthy listeners. Mm, sticking with us through thick and through thin. Okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, we are talking about this is an interesting, um, I think it's an interesting topic because it got a lot of chat on the social channels and I saw a lot of people kicking off about it in good and bad ways, I guess, depending on your perspective. But it's about Rebel Wilson. So she is known for her year of health and in which which was like two years ago now actually and she, oh, I think she's I still I was thinking like, it was this year. No, like, again. Is still her year of health? No, it was last year. Last year I think oh, it was. Wow. I think it was okay. even 2020 was her totally year of health. It. It's been a while. Anyway, so that has been well documented and the changes that she made to her life to become healthier, to look after herself for all of that, which did result in weight loss as well. That wasn't her focus, but it was one of the side effects. She has recently collaborated with her current partner, um, Romana. She's a um, fashion designer uh, on a range of athleisure wear, I guess, loungewear. So there's oh, tracksuits. Yeah, they're very chic. Um, however, they are not size inclusive. So a lot of people are looking at this and thinking you're now – a straight size person. She's no longer what anyone would call plus size or outside of the straight sizes that most Australian retailers stock, which is usually like an eight to 12 or 14. So she was above that for a long time and has actually spoken openly about the frustration she had as a woman in a larger body. And she couldn't find the same fashion in the larger sizes up to a size 22, 24, whatever. Um, so she's, she's told Cosmopolitan in 2007, the plus size market is really underserved. I know there are women out there who are looking for the types of clothes I wear all the time. So a lot of people have basically called BS on this new collaboration and said, if that's true, why didn't you make it in a larger sizing um, range essentially, um, and it seems that she's forgotten her plus size past. Now, um, one of our freelancers, Mary Madigan, wrote this story for us. It's a first person. She herself um, calls herself plus size, and she says, "I feel angry with Rebel very on a very personal level yeah. as someone who is plus sized and 
basically saying rebels should know how frustrating it is when you see something you love in a shop and it doesn't come in your size. I wonder why. There must be some reason behind this. I mean, it seems obvious for her to do you know, athleisure in all sizes. There's got to be yeah. a reason that we don't know. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, a, a lot of the usual reasons or excuses, depending on your perspective, that fashion labels roll out when it comes to not creating larger size sizes is that it's harder to sample, it's harder to get fit models, it, it very literally cre- is requiring more fabric, mm-hmm. so your price profits point. and yeah. price points need to shift um, to cater for that and still be profitable. Um, however, really, if you wanted to, you could, you know. Yeah, um, the, yeah. These are not cheap um I don't know. It just suits. seems so They're sort of, you know, a couple hundred bucks for the set um, and it only goes up to an XL, which is like an Australian 14 to 16. Yeah, right. So it's um, – Has she responded? No, I haven't really been – Not as yet. I haven't been watching this. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the headlines, but I haven't really got into the nitty-gritty of I this. I think when you, when, you, when you dig into the things that Rebel has said in the past, it does seem to jar a little okay. because she was so pro um, in that space b- before. And it seems like I think if she did do a plus-size range, it would do so well. Like, yeah, I just absolutely. Think it's a, from, like, for many different reasons, it's not great, but like purely from a business reason. Come on, Rebel. you got to like yeah, be a absolutely. bit smarter. Hey, I just have to quickly digress for a sec. Sorry. <laughs> no, I have to tell you about the time that my kids went trick-or-treating around our suburb and knocked on Rebel Wilson's <gasps> house and Shut didn't realise it was Rebel Wilson. Oh, my God. She lives in your hood. Or well, she used to. She used to. Anyway, it was... Uh, was she nice? Yeah, she was lovely Great. and gave them lots of candy. Candy. Uh, I love but that. it was very fun. No, fun that's a good story, story to tell. Yeah, yeah, that's a real fun story. Uh, another, well, fun but not so fun story is um, <laughs> I want to chat about a story that I read recently from a UK magazine. Actually, one of my best mates works there. It's called Stylist. And it was titled How Romanticism About Christmas Can Be Damaging for Your Mental Health. Yes. And I just, you know, I... I, I kind of empathise with the yeah. the writer and I feel this sometimes. I mean, I love Christmas decorations and the shopping and get-togethers and food and everything. You know, it's such yeah. a great time of year and I love the mushy Netflix movies. <laughs> Do you like carols? I would totally get into carols. Oh, see, I don't like carols and it causes all kinds of problems. People think I have no soul because I don't like Christmas carols. But anyway, that's a different story. Um, but yes. But, you know, it's also a really... It can be a really shit time of year yeah. with families, in-laws. Yeah. It's so complicated. I've had the, all the in-laws for Christmas and it was super stressful having yeah. everyone for Christmas lunch. Yeah. And I don't think we talk enough about, you know, we romanticise Christmas as being full of happiness and mm. joy. And, and, and don't get me wrong, there is that, but there is also a lot of disappointment, yep. expectations not met. Yep. And this writer talked about, you know, that those already who already struggle with mental health just let's be mindful that, you know, we, not- we might need to lower our festive goals a bit, which <laughs> I have done over the years. Yes. I think I used to fantasise about these perfect Christmases, but now with kids they've oh, yeah. dropped. Yeah, all expectations need to lower when you have kids, I think. But I think, you know, just acknowledging that it, it sometimes isn't the best time of year or the most wonderful time of year, that sometimes it can be tough yeah. and, and financially tough as well, especially yeah. at the moment with I mortgage rates. I think there's also that and- thing is it's a point in time and you can't help but compare it to past yeah. Christmases. And if something really shit has happened during the year, maybe you've lost a loved one, maybe you're not well, maybe, Ex- you know, uh, whatever. Exactly. I think that's a very natural comparison to be like, oh, this time last year we were blah or we, I was this yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I think that comparison, that person, and not coming from anyone else because there's that too, but 
but like that internal comparison is just really not going to help. Like it's not going to make anyone feel better. So yeah, let's lower the expectations. Yeah. And, and speak about your feelings. Yeah, you know, true. Like don't communicate. pretend everything's great. That's true. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Good point. Most click story. Of the Most week. click story. Well, it's a sexy story. Surprise, surprise. And it's also something which unfortunately plays into some very common tropes that still exist. So, um, ladies, get your pitchforks ready because I, this one made me a little bit angry, <laughs> which I think is why it trafficked well. But it was a study done by the sexual wellness brand Love Honey, and they surveyed a whole bunch of people in Australia around a whole bunch of different things. That, sorry, that was a very vague sentence. But anyway, there's a study. We know what uh, I mean. You know what I mean. And um, they were talking about sexual fantasies and asking Australians about their sexual fantasies and found some really big differences between what men fantasise about and what women fantasise about. And it's an age-old cliche, I guess, that daydream of hooking up with, you know, a sexy teacher or having a threesome oh, or whatever. God, how be. boring. But what they found is that, unfortunately, men want to have or fantasise about sex with strangers, and then women fantasise about sort of romantic sexual encounters. And, again, it does play into a lot of heteronormative cliches around desire, around sexual appetite, around, you know, all sorts of things. Um, And it's kind of disappointing, (laughs) I guess. Um, But, you know, a relationship expert, Christine Rafe, kind of unpacked this for us. She's fantastic. And um, she said that, you know, it's just one part of it. So sexual fantasies, you know, dirty daydreams, erotic thoughts, whatever you call them, we all have them, can arise from different places and different minds. And while they might reflect, you know, our desires, they don't doesn't mean you're going to act on them and it doesn't translate into this is how people act in terms of their sexuality. So it might be cliched in terms of their fantasies, but maybe not in how they act on them. Yeah. So there now you go. I'm not sure how to wrap that one. Happy sexy Christmas. <laughs> sexy how do I Christmas end that? for everyone. <laughs> and uh, have a great Christmas. You too. And we'll see you next year. Merry Christmas. Once again, Healthy Issue listeners, thank you for tuning in to us in 2022 and making this podcast very popular. And thank you. Well, I should say thank you for keeping me in a job as well. But a big Merry Christmas to you all. Have a great, restful and I should say healthy-ish time and a happy new year. And look, you know where to go if you want more healthy-ish or extra healthy-ish podcasts or any other info. But I will say one last thing. You can rate, review or subscribe to this podcast. And until next time you listen, we are running best of for the next three weeks. We will be back in the new year. But I want to say happy Christmas and have an excellent new year. doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.